1: fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever and with fishing booker you can experience it too no matter where you are discover your next adventure on fishing booker
0: hey guys welcome to the podcast uh before we get into everything i just want to give it not really a pre-warning but just so you know this wasn't a studio podcast we recorded this at chandler's man cave uh chandler's in here doing the pre-intro with me
2: what up guys
0: um so yeah we recorded with jordan at chandler's man cave it's kind of fun sitting at the bar a little change of pace like studio is always fun but it's kind of fun to be able to relax like at a bar yeah you got an
2: old-fashioned set next to you (laughs) and you got podcast gear on it's a good time
0: yeah it was fun so it's kind of a cool fun laid-back podcast so just know it's not going to be uh studio quality if you will um so but it was a good time nice change of pace um and check out all jordan's you know I pull back and let go pink house neon anglers Haven resort. The guy's kind of dipped in a little bit of everything. So yeah,
2: he's a Jack of all trades and a master of quite a few of them too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: He's making, we talk about it, but he's making a working class bow hunter, real neon sign. So check out pink house neon.
2: He just sent me pictures of that today, dude. It is it's crazy. Bad ass. It's,
0: it's great. And it's huge. Yeah. So the it's,
2: microphone details insane.
0: I didn't know it was possible to do that. Yeah. We'll have to get him to do like a whole detailed, like walkthrough video of it because it's, it's a lost art to a point. And we talk about that a little bit, but yep. um, if you're wanting to see more of it, pink house neon, I think his page should be one of the biggest pages on Instagram. Cause it's fascinating. And I think it's just one of those things that will blow up. It just hasn't been discovered. Yep. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, check that out. Uh, the podcast. We'll just go through some of our supporting partners, uh, The podcast, presented by HHA sports. You're all familiar with the HHA sites and the Virtus rest, but something that's exciting that I want to touch on quick is they are launching a line of stabilizers. And when I saw the whole video, the promo video, I called up Scott, our buddy from HHA, which he'll be in the studio soon. And uh, I'm, I'm jacked up because now you have all your accessories can match to a point. Um, but not only match, it's all good quality stuff.
2: A lot of flexibility looks like too.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, they have, the quick disconnect mounts that you want. They have uh, just the Tetra stabilizer bars. Um, they have You can buy a combo pack. Um, one of them is adjustable, um, so you could change the length of it. It just threads in and out. Yep. Um, so it's pretty cool. There's a V bar bracket. They kind of thought of everything, and they all look good. Um, but check them out. HHA Sports.com. The new stabilizers, and you can co- use code WCB15 on a new set of. Uh, stabs if you will um as they say on internet forums so that's pretty cool new exciting stuff for 2021 uh i think i don't know what i want to run but that adjustable one's going to be worth checking out for sure
2: i'm uneducated on stabilizers but i'm going to dive into it here i've never run a, a sidebar or anything and yep. with this moose trip i have to be conscious of weight but i'm i'm going to do some experimenting this summer
0: clint casper runs a sidebar all the time mm-hmm. i ran one up until my colorado elk hunt just because i wanted the a more compact unit, yep. um, but I enjoyed it. It was fun tinkering around with it. You can really dial in the feel of your bow and, and how it feels like when you full draw. Okay, you find yourself, once you get it, dial back, not adjusting how you're you know, torquing your bow, if you will. Yeah, you fall um, in a little easier. It falls right in, um, So, but they're making it easy. You can kind of adjust it how you need, so that's pretty cool. Um, also, Scent Crusher. Um, Scent Crusher Man is killing it. They, if, if you know Scent Crusher from, I mean, even a year ago, they've upgraded all their bags, their roller bags, um, and the, they've really upgraded everything the, from the room clean to the closet and everything in between. Um, I rocked the hell. My number one go-to was the roller bag this year um
2: thanks to you i've got one as well leah leah got me one for christmas so. a roller bag yeah they're awesome it's sweet and you can take the unit off take it to the blind with you and hot box with ozone in the blind <laughs> so it works out well
0: yeah no that is cool that's another thing with the, the the difference between the gear bag and the roller bag is the roller bag comes with that halo series um i mean heck i, I take that thing everywhere we yep. i run in the studio I run in the bathroom I run out in my truck Yep. um we they had something for everything so check out scentcrusher.com. Um, also loop optics. Um uh, we, I had some questions. Re- I don't know what it is. Like questions come in spurts, like all related. Everyone wanting to know what binos were rocking. And, uh, even though we say it a lot, 10 by 42s and loop literally has you covered from whatever you want to spend to well, as little as to as much as you want to spend. Yep. They have like a version for you. Um, but we got that going. And then they also, this is kind of cool. They have the new loophole rx full draw four and that pretty much shows you your high point indicator when you when you say an animal or a 3d target you draw and it's at 65 yards. Well if you have a low hanging branch it'll tell you where your arrow indicators at that you might hit that branch so it's pretty That'd cool
2: be nice nice little range finder.
0: yeah it shows your flight path um, and you set it up to your bow, which is awesome so um, I'll be this will probably be my buddy. Um, for everything whitetail related. I mean, even mule deer related when we go this fall or whatever, oh, yeah. but um, pretty cool. Um, also thermo and victory archery Thermoset, We have working class bow hunter thermo on the store. Um, and if you go to thermoseat.com, use code WCTS to save some money, victory archery, we're shooting, well, you're shooting traditional.
2: I shoot both. I shoot rip TKOs out of mm-hmm. the compound and then I shoot their victory carbon trad 450s onto my longbow.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I love those arrows, man. It's, uh, nothing like having confidence in your arrow setup.
2: Love it, man. They're, they're hard hitting.
0: Yeah. It sucks. I've, I've lost confidence in my arrow setup and it's kind of a sad, a sad deal.
2: Well, why have the primo bow and then a mediocre arrow on it? Like you want the full package. That's that's (laughs) the, that's the best arrow you can get in my opinion. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Um, also Gator outdoors. Gator is an awesome company. We love working with them. They are a lifestyle brand, um, local to us, uh, we're going to get with them and do some photo shoot type stuff. They're just good, wholesome Midwestern people who love the outdoors. Um, Gatoroutdoors.com. If you'd like to get some Gator merch, code WCB10. We'll save you some coin there. Um, also, this one I'm really excited about. This is a new partner of ours. And it's something I've wanted. And we have an episode coming on this. It's something I've wanted to cover in detail for a long time. And that's the kind of the e-bike craze that we're going into. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of laughed at it when it first came out. But I've ridden them and have some experience on them, and you realize how quick, how effective it's going to be. Those things are torquey. <laughs> oh, dude, they're fun. <laughs> Coming from a BMX background, um, but our newest partner, um, Rogue Ridge, Rogue Ridge eBikes, com, and uh, the Grind Turkey decoys. So – <clears throat> the grindoutdoors.com. Um, they have all your Turkey decoys. That's going to basically outfit us for Turkey Palooza, but the e-bike thing, they have three options. They have a folding one, which is insane. Um, that's going to be awesome for a lot of guys just wanting to save space. Right. Um, I'm sure some places out West you can t- drive them for a certain point, drive them, ride them. I don't know how you'd go about it, but I'm already mapping out ways I'm going to use them for entry and exit.
2: I've got farms. I know it would come in handy on, so I'm going to yeah. be looking at those pretty hard.
0: I'm going to start experimenting with, You know, riding it to the tree. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering how that'll affect entry and exit as far as like scent control is. Game changer you're kind of gliding
2: yep a lot of the deer that you spook or alert in the timber are deer that you never even see you know you walk in and out and within an hour you got deer crossing that path i mean they're picking up on that so something like this is keeping your scent off the ground
0: for sure there's a lot to come from the e-bike thing and i want to get into it and the nice thing is it's like they're affordable and it's the best e-bike on the market Mm -hmm. as far as you know what they use to build them you
2: said the gears are real heavy in these compared to other brands that are out there
0: yep yep i know it's uh we're going to do a whole episode just breaking them down from point A to Z, mm-hmm. um, going through them all so people can kind of understand what what they are, how they work, and what they're built from. Um, but, man, they're awesome. Yeah, Rogueridge.com if you want to check them out. That's exciting, and they look cool. Yeah, they have a 750-1000. They have a folding 750. Um, it's a veteran-owned business. Um, it's it's pretty cool. We're really excited about it. It's uh, I'm probably going to push them a little too hard thinking i'm mr cool bmx guy and like break my shoulders or something but i'm hoping that doesn't happen i'm uh i'm gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be fun i'm worried i'm gonna wreck it in the snow but i'm gonna yeah, i push my limits man i'm i'm an idiot i'm not a smart man you get a wage brain on something like that i'm gonna fuck it up.
2: i'll watch you do it <laughs> all
0: right so we'll uh we'll make sure to get on video if we do um also big time uh new code so our old code was wcb 2020 it's easy to figure out what it is for 2021. Can you guess? WCB 2021. Wrong. No, that's actually 100% wrong. Bam. Right. <laughs> that's the code. <laughs> um, they got their new blends out. They have new food
2: plot blends out. Um, think about frost seeding. They have some screen out too this year. Yeah, that's a they new do. product. They so do. Be they checking that out.
0: They. Uh, we'll, we're going to do another podcast, get Joe back on. Um, it, it works when like your buddy's your partner. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll do a deep dive and get into everything there. But check out bigtime.com. Use code WCB 2021 man getting into all the new partnership and everything. I got to update my, my sheet here. It's going
2: to be an exciting year.
0: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And then old barn taxidermy Um, update. We will be picking a winner from the working class bow hunter. Uh, mounts that the, the people that submitted saying they were a listener and brought a mount to old barn. Um, we'll pick a winner here soon. We'll do an announcement. Uh, we'll do that on social media and on the podcast. So everybody knows, um, thank you for supporting us and for sort supporting old barn and thank you for supporting all our partners. Um, sorry, a little long winded going in just to update. We are going to break all this stuff up a little more with getting new partners and kind of restructuring how we're going to do for 2021. Um, it might be more into early summer, but it's just basically going to be to where it's not 10 minutes on the beginning of every episode um, and just kind of make it. So it makes a little more sense and a little more structured,
2: change it up a little bit, yeah.
0: change it up a little bit, man. I like doing it this way because it's organic and it's, we're just talking about it. Um, But you know, it might get a little exhausting for listeners. I don't know, but maybe it doesn't, maybe they get it and they want to hear about the stuff, but we're trying to think of new ways and uh, new ways to get it across. and, And of course, promote who we believe in and who believes in us. But not burn everybody out at the same time. So it's uh, you need to have them when we're pushing out free content and we're trying to chase our dream here. So gotta pay them bills. I think everybody understands. Um, cool. Doug's gonna jump on quick. We're gonna get a veteran shout out knocked out. Hit you with the
3: intro, and then hopefully you enjoy the episode. So thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, it's Doug here. I got a veteran shout out, and this is sponsored by Operation HHA USA, and uh, the statement is to show appreciation and create a community for veterans. An activity, an active military through archery and the outdoors. Activity military. Sorry, I can
0: see it. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, no, HHA is awesome. Operation
3: yeah. HHA USA HHA's,
0: Wow, God, that's hard to say. I just Chandler fed me a spicy jalapeno sausage. Now my tongue's like on fire. <laughs> Why is it spicy? Why is it spicy? <laughs> HHAUSA.org. We'll be at one of their bow shoots this summer. Yeah, um, I'm hopefully to, more than that if it all works out. So they look really fun too. Yeah. um, Also, to submit a veteran shout out, working class bow hunter, and there's a tab
3: right on our website. Goes goes, right to me. Boom. Take it away. I got him on down. So this veteran shout out uh, was submitted by Jake Ishmael, and the veteran name is Steve Looney. He was in the Navy. Says uh, Steve went in the military in the Navy right after high school. Once he got out, and has been working construction ever since, and has always been an avid hunter. He introduced me into hunting ten years ago, and we have been gone hunting together ever since. We just booked our first out of state hunt for Maine in 2020. So thanks for that, submitting that, Jake, and thanks for your service, Steve. Well, I guess thanks both of you for your service. Yeah, thanks, guys. We appreciate it.
2: Awesome. Thank you, guys.
0: Very cool. Yeah, that's it. Quick and easy, man. Yeah, nice and easy. It's
2: some are really detailed,
0: some, some are, are not, right. and some are in between. So uh, you can add as much as you want, and we'll read them um, when you do your your submission. It's uh, we give you the box to, you know, you can do it, do your thing, shout outs, and all that stuff. So thanks for your service, guys. We appreciate it, and we what? hope everyone enjoys this episode. Quiet. One one holy shit, you made it it's a working class bow hunter podcast. We are not in the studio. We are at lord Chandler's house his uh what do you call this place
2: I guess I just call it the the man attic,
0: the lord's kingdom,
2: <laughs> the old man attic heaven. So I've, I've been I've been told Graceland I kind of like Graceland.
0: This is good man we're sitting we're sitting at your bar which is rad I'm trying to just paint the picture for the listeners at home sitting at your bar there's a um, a really and this is a joke a really real old school well done neon sign in here handmade um, handmade glass
2: Jordan's got his nose turned up uh-huh. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs>
0: And I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, and then we have, how many tails are in here? I don't know. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, At 7, least 8, 32. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, I think, 16, 17. Oh, I'm not counting skulls. 18, 19. There's almost 30 whitetails in here, I'd say. Plus down if there. If you're
2: counting skulls, yeah, probably.
0: Well, those count. An elk. And there's some downstairs. And a couple black bears. A beaver. A beaver it's a lovely room of death it is it's great um if you are curious what this room looks like there's a quick clip on our reels on instagram but we'll probably do like a, a little video tour eventually or maybe like we'll do a video of Austin picking out a couple of his favorite bucks or something but anyway myself kurt Geyer, the lord jordan go ahead and introduce yourself i'm
4: jordan gensmer uh from
0: hayward wisconsin
4: and uh yeah just happy to be here.
0: Yeah you're from I mean you, we talk, you guessed it on a podcast in studio the other day yep. but you're a man of many hats. Uh, talk about just a few of your projects quick and then we'll dive into them.
4: Um, well I'm uh, my wife and I own a resort in Hayward, Wisconsin. Um, after I graduated high school, I uh, apprenticed a neon shop and um, learned how to make neon signs and that kind of got my boots going back and forth from Winona, Minnesota to Hayward, Wisconsin uh selling signs and going muskie fishing and um one thing turned into another I uh ended up buying or my wife and I ended up buying the resort and uh yeah now we're I do the resort I still do the neon as a hobby yeah and
0: uh yeah pull back and let go
4: so I came up with uh it's kind of something that a buddy of mine and my wife came up with we were always saying we're going to pull back and let go on a buck and you know kind of a hunting talk type deal and uh then we got talking like, oh, we should make this a thing and see if it's a thing, and um, yeah, we just... Now it's a thing. It's a thing, I guess, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, we're proud of our logo, and... Um,
0: so what is it, like lifestyle brand, Yeah, I guess pages? I would call it
4: a lifestyle brand. Um yeah. We're just avid bow hunters who like to bow hunt like the rest of you guys, and yeah, um, yeah we're...
0: Just a community type yeah. deal. That's yep.
4: cool. Yep. Yep. So, Sell. Uh, made a website for it. Uh, Pullbackandletgo dot and selling clothes and you know just. Yeah. Thanks, to my wife. She kind of pushed me over the, pushed me off the bridge, so to speak, and um, just said let's do it. So here Very we are.
0: Cool. What's the website for the resort? Anglershavenresort.com. And then Pink House Neon, your neon shop. Yep. Just on Instagram.
4: It's just on Instagram, yep. It's kind of a hobby for me. Um, I really
0: enjoy that page. I think it's worth any. Most people listening are like interested in trades and working with their hands. That Follow that page. It's well worth it. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah, it's old school uh, glass bending. Um, I learned from a good old boy down in Tennessee. Um, yeah, just...
0: Uh, cool. Sorry, open for hire? Like if a hunting show or other podcast or brand or somebody with their own like construction business, like, damn, it'd be cool to have a neon sign of my logo or something I like at my bar, can they hit you up? Yep,
4: I got I got time in the winter to do stuff like
0: that, so mm-hmm. yeah, totally. Okay. You're currently making, I don't know if you want to talk about it in detail, you're making something for us. I am. But Ross Bigger's in here too, by the way. Sorry, I know I can see us. I'm so interested in the neon shit that we'll just forget about this magnificent beard right here. So I just want to say, you know, Ross Bigger's here, um, triple 200. So what's up? Uh, <laughs> hey, what's up, man? <laughs> uh, Glad you can. No,
1: <laughs> I, I was actually just looking at Jordan's beard. And I think mine needs yeah. to get Ooh. bigger. We've got yours is less gray. Yours yeah. is a Pope and no. Young, and this Pope and Young Boone and Crockett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan's got the Boone B and C
2: for <laughs> yeah. sure. Right. Ross usually isn't used to taking second place on the beard competition. But <laughs> I think you might have to. Oh uh, yeah, all day. Uh,
0: they're both great beards as far as like I'm concerned and you know you got a pretty good beard, Austin. We don't
2: yeah, we don't even get to talk about our beards and I'm pretty proud of mine, but yeah. when these guys roll in it's like fuck, I'm the little forkhorn <laughs> in the back. <background>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm like a hundred inch buck killed off a five five acre food plot, if you know what I'm saying. Um but yeah, it looks like Jordan's beard birthed yours. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm just a,
4: just wow. a child of Jordan's beard. But birth. it's like the wow. same. Beard. It's like, the
0: same like um like genre of beard though.
4: I think so. Yeah. Like, he's, got a, he's got a nice beard. Give B- Billy no. Gibbons, he oh. deserves more credit than that. Billy Gibbons, is about, a good one.
2: Billy Gibbons is about the only man I could think of that has a more impressive beard. But the thing is,
0: <laughs> Ross, your beard is like just in that middle ground phase. I've seen your beard like that beard. Yeah, I've been hacking on it a little bit. But. Management, dude. Just hurt yeah. management. Land management. Yeah, <laughs> land management. Yeah. <laughs> yeah land <I> mean, management. <laughs> so uh, I want to go back to the neon sign thing because you're making some shit for us. Yep. And
4: yeah, I think we got hooked up at a show somewhere along the line and we talked and I think it was Iowa and um yeah I just kind of said hey let's do it and so we drew up some designs and you guys decided what you liked and uh I think uh I think it's gonna look pretty awesome I'm really excited for it it's It's a wicked
2: cool cool process to watch I got to go up this summer and stay at his resort and he invited me over one night and uh, mixed me up a whiskey and cranked up some heavy metal and I sat there and watched him Bend some glass, and man, it's it's crazy to watch. It's so cool. Which we I get.
4: Which I screwed up by the way, because I had the Lord in the pink house, you know. Mm, mm, mm. So, was, so you're all nervous. Yeah, I was a little nervous. Right. Big buck killer in my presence. I you tried know? to bu- right. I right.
2: tried to bless him, but it didn't work.
0: Hey, I have an idea for a neon <laughs> sign for you. <laughs> he trying to bless him while he's working? He's like, get the fuck away! You're fucking <laughs> me up. I got an idea for you. Okay, Lord. What do you got? Um, the hopper dropper as a neon.
2: That'd be cool. So we got the shirt that. Uh, pilch dead. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we could do something with neon that and that. That'd be, be cool. wild.
4: That'd be cool. I may or may not have taken a picture of that buck already for that purpose. Mm,
0: look at me. The wheels are already Look turning. at you, I mean. The wheels are burning. Look at me looking at you. This is cool. <laughs> look at me looking at you. <laughs> look at this. Look
1: at that. <laughs> helping you, helping me. Well,
0: that's fun. So, you're down here hunting with Chandler. Yep. So, which is cool like it it's kind of neat how this all kind of circled in.
4: Yeah.
2: So, yeah.
0: cuz how did you guys connect? We I think just, you, through the podcast. just through the
2: podcast uh, well, I think and I I'd made a post uh, last summer said we're looking to go to a vacation in northern Wisconsin and had like seven or eight different people say man a- Angler's Haven check them out and I knew that you were a listener of the podcast and we just I kind of called you said yeah man I'll squeeze you in we'll find a spot and uh went up there and we really hit it off he's got two kids the same age as mine and they just they're like peas in a pod it's yeah, they, it's kind of crazy how how uh, much they resemble each other
0: yeah, they
4: acted like they grew up down the street from each other that's awesome it's crazy that's cool it's pretty cool
0: works out good especially if you're like trying to hang out with the parents you don't want to have like you want to hang out with a parent that's got like a shitty kid <laughs> right right <laughs> you know what i mean and it sucks it's like you can't help it if you have a shitty kid. Sometimes don't
4: repeat anything that Johnny says.
2: <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: yeah. That's good. Mom's a hell of a bitch, but we'll just ignore. I'm just, okay. um, I'm an idiot. Uh, so how cool. Of, yeah. How did
2: that go? You got no honor, you goddamn bitch. <laughs> you got no honor,
0: you goddamn bitch. That's a that's a quote from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. No,
1: that's was, you, pretty cool, you guys meshed up so good though. very yeah. cool very cool a lot of common and you wound up clear up in wisconsin at his yep resort. so
2: now we've got a vacation spot whenever we want to head up we'll yeah, plan the family vacation and Heck head yeah. up there in the summertime Let's and he's got a whitetail spot and works course, out right. well. we're gonna
4: get austin a muskie oh yeah that's, that that's, the next, uh, mm. yep. Yep. that's the next uh that's the next goal that we have to complete
0: yep yeah so, yeah so you hunted down here i mean basically a week right yeah
4: Yep, just uh, yeah, great ground down here, beautiful country. Great um, late season hunting. Great late season hunting. Just typically, typically. But yeah, <laughs> it's, been weird, no, it's, it's been weird. This week's been a little slow. Just need yeah. some weather. I mean, it's cold, yeah. but we just. It would have been nice to have some snow. But
2: we had several big deer show up in the evenings. Um, some deer that I would never seen before, and one that had been missing for a month. So the big deer are around. They're just. We don't have the weather to push them on the food in the daylight right now. Yeah.
0: It's yep. not force them to make moves. Yeah. When you want them to make the move. That's the thing. Like, me too. I have a big time plot and I have a cell came on it. It's like every night, right after dark, they're there. But ours is like due to like the neighboring pressure, you know, like we don't really hit that farm too hard. It's just the neighbors and gu- it's basically gun season is what I'll point out. Yeah. He met ma- three weekends of gun season can fuck a deer up that bad. I had a bug. I haven't seen him on camera for 16, 17 days from... Well, technically, whatever it would have been. No, I lied. First shotgun season. Whatever. So, the weekend before Thanksgiving, he showed up yesterday, December like 16th. Makes mm-hmm. a big
2: deer act like a big deer when they mm-hmm. get a little pressure put on them. Yep. yep.
0: Yeah. Just they just lay down.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, we're in that time frame right now where the late season bucks, like Austin said, you're starting to get some some boys you ain't seen before start yeah. to show up and that's yeah, we're, we're right in that wheelhouse right there. We just need yeah. the, like he said, too, is just, we need the weather.
2: We were real close. You know? The temperatures were right. We just have no snow. If yeah. we had six inches of snow on right now and it was It'd 20 did. degrees for a high, I mean, you'd, you'd see those big boys in the daylight. But right. we just, it didn't get lucky enough to get it this way. it's week. a good
1: thing that they let uh, deer season run till January 15th. <laughs> Still
2: yeah. some time. Oh, shit. Yep.
0: What, what do you think the reason is you're seeing those random deer pop up? Like yeah. on your property, like deer you've never seen. It. it
2: seems like every year, like Ross said, we see this on both of our properties around the middle of December. you uh, I don't know if it's gun season or they're just coming back into a range where they summered or what, but mm-hmm. they always seem to kind of – you'll always have a stranger, a big one, show up in the late season. Every year I, I have one or two strangers show up. Would it up. be
0: pressure from neighbors and there's some food that you guys have that they don't? Like big-time or
2: something? Ross and I both always have good food sources in the winter, so that's one thing that's a draw for deer that mm-hmm. typically don't. Yeah. Uh, well, I was hoping there. Jordan
0: was going to wax a big giant this week over a big-time plot. and
2: We had a good one. I'll pull up a picture here while we're talking. But he's a, just a new random deer that showed up on my yeah. on my farm where Jordan's been hunting. But he's he's a dandy. He's going to be a good oh, one. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Split two, some junk on the bases. He's wicked what, cool. What were you going for, uh, Jordan? Like, did you have anything in mind that you really wanted to leave with? or
4: Just uh? You know, a nice over maybe one thirties, one forties buck. I yeah. mean, nothing doable,
2: achievable. Achieve, yeah, yeah, exactly.
4: I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a Lord Chandler, so to <laughs> speak. I don't have the opportunity in northern Wisconsin after you know, like yeah, bucks yeah. like you guys got down here. Um, so uh, honestly, just anything decent was kind of my goal. And yeah, yeah. So something I mean, that made was, you feel good when you walked in. Exactly. Yeah, yep, that's cool, man. Yep, absolutely.
1: Well, that and when you're on Travel hunt. I mean, it's the pressure's on, and Mm -hmm. yeah, you're here limited time.
0: Like, you're not going to like hunt for three or four days, figure some shit out, make some moves, and you know what I mean. Yeah, it's
2: tough when the rut's on and and everybody's running crazy, and you see bucks every day. When you're coming in the late season and you don't have the weather for it, I mean, it's damn near impossible to run into a mature, big, you know, one forty type buck. You're kind of stuck
0: until something happens weather wise. You know. Yep. I think that's like a lot of people get stuck on that. It's like, how do I? How do I get on him if he's not moving in daylight? It's like, well, motherfucker, there's not really a whole lot you yeah, can do. You like, can't force it. <laughs> I feel like, though. I mean, nothing's wrong with thinking that because some people just don't know, or maybe not, don't have the food, or don't have the knowledge or resources to make it happen. But I mean, really, there's not a lot you can do. Hope you know. Hopefully, there is something. But yeah, you're waiting. You, you get wow. that
2: you get that random activity from the second and the third rut trickling in. You see some rut like activity, and sometimes you just see a random big boy show up at nine in the morning. But uh, typically, when you're seeing daylight movement, it's you're catching the big boy coming off the bed, coming to feed. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's why Ross and I kind of lay off mornings when it gets into December. It's not you, you kind of do more harm than good.
0: I feel like kind of going back to that early October theory in a way. Yep. like they're feeding or on their way back, to, or right. they're already bedded. Or whatever, but yeah, it's it's crazy though. A few years back, I mean, I've
1: over the past few years, I guess, I've I've seen some great big deer show up on bean stubble following like eight fawns or yearlings, yeah, yeah. I should say. Mm-hmm. So they they're like they in, that in third, heat or something. They're yeah, they're in that third what I call a third rut, basically. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's a little spritz of a rut right yeah, yeah you know they're they're, those they're young, checking those little young does the out super young does, that and the young does don't eating. know any better they're just going to the bean stubble and digging through snow yeah and
0: there's and, some sniffing and dry there might be on a and... giant following them i mean it's it's crazy mm-hmm. but anyway. yeah well i was hoping you'd have something because are you are you hunting tomorrow or are you leaving in, in the morning i'll probably head out in the morning yeah yeah well, okay. damn have fun though yeah
4: great time yeah yep, it's been been awesome austin's put me in some really great spots and Mm -hmm. just beautiful country like i said it's it's real it's a completely different atmosphere than northern wisconsin's hunting you know it's the same but it's not you know there's a lot more ag down here there's a lot more uh right you know creeks and stuff like that so
0: did you just feel like big buck area yeah it just
4: it just yeah it just felt big buck all the time yeah i've
0: never been up where you're at, Northern Wisconsin, but I mean, we looked at some aerial photos, like you showed me where the resort was, where mm. your house was, and stuff. It just looks like a lot of woods, a and lot a of lot woods, of, yep. a lot of terrain for the most part. Yep. But if I remember right, mm-hmm. down beautiful here, with... the country? Yeah, it's this area. I mean, you know, take it where we're at here and draw a line all the way across to Indiana. It's got that midwestern, just classic, like you see on TV, the big buck vibe, the feel. But it's also like. I'm biased, so I feel that way all the time. Like I just love the Midwest and late October, November. There's just a feel that Iowa and Illinois and the Midwest down here has that is why people are obsessed with whitetails. I think, yeah, whitetails are amazing, but I think the feel of knowing there's those whitetails like adds to that. You know? Yep. I got a
4: a buddy, Jeff Evans, and um, you probably heard the name Greg Miller before. mm -hmm. Um, They're from up there, and um, talking with them at the resort and stuff um oh, they you know, come to the resort and all yeah, that the that's cool awesome. the cool old days you know the stories of the big timber bucks and you know how it used to just be awesome and yeah and i don't want to just say that it's all the wolf, the wolves problems but we've we've definitely have a lot of predators up there compared to down here yeah so yeah. that's what you know yeah, there's coyotes and
0: your random bobcat yep here
4: we got it all up there that's coyotes crazy. wolves you're in any you the wolves and, thick up there yeah in certain parts of wisconsin they're pretty thick can you hunt them they're talking about getting our season back twenty twenty one. I think um, it just kind of got reinstated. Hopefully, it will, will it hopefully be like it open, like coyote. No, it's going to be a probably a lottery point system. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know enough about wolves, but I just hear all these horror stories about them. And excuse my ignorance here, but I just think like, who gives a fuck? Like, let's open it up. They're
2: we're hunters. We want to see the game stay right. in that area. And you look at the nightmares of like Idaho. I mean. Yeah, the the wolf population out there is totally decimated. The elk yeah. hunting out there it was good twenty years ago, and now look what's out there. And, I mean, it's I'm the same saying, thing. But it's the
1: same thing around here with the bobcats. I mean, yeah, we're worried about. We're going to get to that. We're point. seeing more and
0: more bobcats. We're
1: worried. Oh, yeah. I got a boatload of them on camera. I'll just, say
0: this though, before we get off the wolf thing, I just don't want to yeah, sound yeah. like I'm heartless and ignorant. Like I don't want to see them all go away. I still want to see like we'll, well yeah. cool have some wolves still in there, but like they just need management. Yeah, kind of like coyotes here. There's a lot of coyotes here. They do kill deer. Yeah, they can be a problem, but you can hunt them and it's cool. Yep. You know, I get it. Maybe make it a three month open season on wolves. And I don't know what the wolf population is there. I'm just talking on my ass, but spitting theories here. Like, right. But for the record, I don't want to see them extinct. I don't want to see them decimated. Well, no, the no you, but, right. There needs to be a healthy
2: right. population of wolves, yeah. but healthy being the key word. I mean, we need the state still has to look at what makes revenue and what makes money. And that's elk and deer and everything else. Yeah. And the wolf will take care of that if we let it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. And our turkeys around here, like I was saying, I mean, with the bobcats, I mean, everywhere, you know, they're just wiping turkeys out. <laughs> I mean, when we're, anytime I'm walking to a stand or I'm shed hunting or mushroom hunting or anything like there's turkey feathers everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, bobcats are just slipping up there and wiping them out. Well, Illinois is a, is the same deal. You apply for tag and. It's a it's a lottery. I mean, you.
0: Have you guys ever put in for that? Austin has I a know, for lot. A three I have not. or four years, and I never threw
2: the tag yet.
0: Yeah, I know a couple other guys have done the same. Do you have bobcat season up there where you're at, Jordan?
4: We do. Um, one of my buddies actually uh, ended up um, getting one this year, but uh, I think it ended up being like 35 pounds. Holy, are
2: you, 35
0: pounds! Mm-hmm.
2: Dude, that's a big you one. You look at your 40 pound coyote. Think of that in a cat.
0: That would be horrifying.
2: 30 yep. pound cat's a monster.
0: Yeah, my house cat could fuck me up if I wasn't looking <laughs> and it weighs like nine pounds. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, t- you ever try to hold a 20
2: pound a... cat's a nice, good average. I mean, that's a big cat. You yeah.
0: Will well, you ever try to hold a house cat down to yeah, like get into like a little kennel or something? You can't do it. It don't work. Can you imagine if you had a 35 pound bobcat jump on your back? Ah. Like, it gets your juggler. You're done. Yeah.
4: <laughs> we have uh, on our property we have uh, uh, a female. And we have a male, and the male's probably um, probably pushing 40.
0: No he's, kidding.
2: He's he's, so, he's on camera all the time. I
0: wonder if that's like northern Big Woods cats I don't know. like that. Somebody with experience, let us know, because there's got to be a bobcat.
2: We've got some. I've seen okay. some big cats. I've actually had to pass three cats up in the last three or four years with a bow. Because you're waiting on a tag. Yeah, it makes me mad. I have to let them walk at 20 yards. But I've seen some cats that I would believe were in the mid-20s here. That's crazy, man. Yep.
4: Yeah, but that's- back to your question about Wisconsin, as far as I know, don't don't hold me to it, but it's mm-hmm. like uh I haven't never registered. Um it's yeah. it's like buying points and then once you get like ten years or eight years worth For the Wolves. No, for the Bobcats. Oh, oh. And then you can you put in a lottery and you get drawn Interesting. and that's how you acquire a tag. So it takes a long time to get one. I've never done it, but you know, now having the property that I have, I wish I
0: Yeah. Do you know had, how big the wolves get up in that area? Because it's not that far away. That's the only reason why I'm like. So um, I've had them on
4: my driveway. I'd say they're probably pushing, you know, like the ones that have walked in my driveway. probably 90 pounds. No kidding. 85, 90 pounds, I would guess. Big um, enough? Big enough. Close enough, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had tracks on my property. I've had Montreal cameras, and um, my buddies kind of poke fun at me for that. They actually uh, hung a sign on my, uh, I have a gate on my driveway, and, there's a picture of a little tin, like a little artsy fartsy thing, and it mm-hmm. says, uh, "The gang's all here for a howling good time." <laughs> so they make they make fun of me with my wolf population that I have. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's we like we pictures. got it all up there. Crazy man. Yeah, there's He's big bucks diversity. too, but they're just not like down here where it's your numbers are a lot higher. And right, right. So you want to come back? I think I'm going to come back. If Austin yeah. will have me, I'm oh for
2: sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. throttle
4: down. You I'm gotta come right. back. Tryna. Like yet this season, huh? Oh, uh, I gotta get the bar open again. <laughs> Ooh, life life gets in the way. Jordan's
2: a busy man. Once the bar opens back up, he's pretty much dedicated to that. But I told him maybe next year, if I get to pick up some more property to lease, maybe we get him back for a rut hunt next year. Yeah, that'd
0: be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Deer a palooza. Mhm. All oh, our yeah. paloozas. But uh, I was gonna ask you something. So, with the resort, you mentioned the bar, mm-hmm. and we talked about this a little bit on the Nebraska podcast mm-hmm. that you sat in on. Um, Line and Kugel's is like your guys' jam. Of yep. course, you're in Wisconsin. Like, Line and Kugel's is delicious. Mm-hmm. What's up, sponsor? Um, but you guys are a, like, what do they call it? An
4: we honorary Liney Lodge? We are an honorary Liney Lodge, yes. There's uh, there's either two or three of them. I, I probably should know this, but I know there's two of them for sure. One's on yeah. Long Lake, which is south of us, and then we're the first ever honorary Liney Lodge. Um, basically- Do so you got, like,
0: a plaque or something in the yeah, they
4: Yeah, they, they gave us a huge- plaque that has like a carved hand carved out muskie and it says line of kugels and then we get each year we fulfill um we fulfill a certain percentage of sales and then we get a new plaque every like little plaque that goes on the plaque
0: if that makes sense
4: um for every year we do it yeah
0: that's cool and they're like big supporters of what uh, outdoor people do right yeah
4: oh yeah they're they're a very outdoor based brand for sure yep um i mean they they're born and bred in chippewa falls wisconsin so right right you know fishing hunting kayaking the whole deal is kind of their gig so that's cool i
0: feel like that's fair to point out especially with you never know like where or what's coming from and like i don't know it seems like now more and ever people are more concerned with the people behind brands people buying products and yep. stuff but great
4: family great company
0: yeah i've always hear rumors that and i don't mean to start like a wisconsin beer feud with our listeners but <laughs> i always hear <laughs> because wisconsin people are so proud of wisconsin my dad's born and raised in wisconsin so i kind of get what that vibes like which is awesome i think um it's hard to be that way when you're from Illinois, you know? We don't know what that's like. But uh we got people leaving <laughs> Illinois to go to Wisconsin to yeah, be like you're yeah, no we like yeah. we wish we could. That's leave. like like eighty five percent of our clientele's can. from from Illinois. I bet. Oh, Chicagoans? Oh, yeah.
4: All over. But I mean, yes, definitely we definitely have Chicago guys. But yeah. um uh we have actually it's kinda cool. We have a lot of firemen, a lot of policemen. Oh, awesome. Um that are from Chicago, so I I like I kind of can't wait for that time of year to hear yeah. their stories and stuff. It's just I can cool. imagine. It's they got stories, man, and they they can talk and they know how to talk and right, right. Yeah, our cli- we have a lot of clients from from Illinois.
0: So. Very cool. Well, no S. but uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, what was the noise. Well, let me let me stir some shit up in Wisconsin. Um, I heard that everyone talks about you know spotted cow, spotted no, oh, cow. Yeah, no. Well, yep. I heard there are people, and I don't know about this, but I'm just stirring shit up. Keep that in mind. I'm being an a hole uh, that they're I like, like anti hunters.
4: Yeah, i i can't I can't confirm Come that on, either. Man. I can't confirm that either. But the one thing I do know is we get asked for their beer a lot. Yeah, and uh, basically our our answer every time is we're Alani Lodge. And
2: yeah, drink Line and Yeah, drink, we're Liny Lodge, and
4: uh, you know they support us, and we support them. And that's you know, Mister yep. Mister Newglarus hasn't walked into my bar and introduced himself, so it's that's kind of where I'm at. You know,
0: right. well, I mean. If he knows you're a hunter, he probably wouldn't. I mean if so here I am just talking that shit. I, I don't mean, know. If you're
4: li- if you're listening, <laughs> Mr. Nuclerus, come on in. Let's let's meet. But I mean until then, we're, we're if you're always... donating money to
0: PETA, don't go there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Interesting. Well that was fun. Yeah. Uh Line and Kugels is delicious. Summer shandy good all year round, mm. I will say. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I'm uh, just
2: gonna say, because I've been up there, the bar, Anglers Haven, is very cool. It's a really unique vibe. It's not a very big bar. But you walk in and there's signs. And, of course, Jordan's got some neon that he's showing off and a really cool bar and little room. And it's it's a really cool vibe. We really enjoyed it. Uh, the drinks, of course, are awesome. Jordan's behind the bar making drinks. And uh, a lot of ice cream drinks go on. Yeah, he do does a lot of ice that. cream drinks. The pizzas are all like he's got a lot of custom pizzas that are really cool. Uh, the food's awesome. So if you ever want to get up there and check it out while you're up there next to Hayward, it's, it's worth a stop.
0: Yeah, he was Jordan was making us some drinks before we started recording. I'm like, "Yeah, do you like bartend at your like?" I just figured he had somebody that like worked his bar for him. He's like, like looked at me. He's like, "You didn't say this, but you're, I could tell you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right? <laughs> you know who the fuck I am? <laughs> yeah, it's my bar. <laughs>
2: Jordan knows his way around an old fashioned. We'll put it that way. Yeah. He's he's poured a few of them. Yeah, I'm drinking one now. It's good. And I don't drink this
0: stuff usually one because I don't know how to make it, but.
4: We did the stuff. best
2: we could. Austin's got about ninety nine
4: percent of what we need and we pulled it off.
2: Yeah, I got the I got the redneck old fashioned stuff, but Jordan's legit, so we may do with what we have. Yep. You
0: know what we should do? This this might be a dumb idea, but I'm just going off the top here. That's what we do. You know? <laughs> um wouldn't it be cool to see I, and nobody'd probably give a shit. Be cool to like do a hangout. Podcast giveaway with a listener, like they can come to your man cave. We can mix up drinks and podcast. Do a little with podcast, yeah. I well,
2: enjoy these podcasts, whether it's at my place or Ross's place or wherever. Yeah. It's just you can. I don't know. You got a bar sitting right behind you, so you can make a mixer and yeah. I don't know. I have fun doing that. Absolutely. I enjoy
0: these type of podcasts because it's like one. Not that like it ever feels like work for me, but I love the studio podcast because that's where we get down and dirty and like yeah. Yeah, actually get like. It just feels like your home, right? Yep. This is cool because. I'm leaning up on a bar, and I'm not staring at a computer. It's like a out, just a yeah. chilling good time. The mic's in front of my face. Fi- I'm not wearing a headset, so yep. you know I'm drinking at somebody else's. I feel like I'm at a bar just bullshitting, yep. which we yep. are. But It's yep.
4: like elementary school. Fil- field trips are fun. It's a field trip. Yeah, field, field trips, trips
2: are fun. <laughs>
0: so we got a lot more of these planned with Ross's man cave getting finished and all that coming up. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Speaking
2: of Paloozas... We're going to run out of time here on the old dope, Palooza. We need to uh, get a date together and yeah. get, the, get the boys together and try to kill some shit. I we're know. Kinda,
1: we, um, yeah, we're smashing down here on some dates.
0: I mean, we got to. So
2: time-wise,
0: we we're going to be limited. I know. We're going to be like, <laughs> we have basically between New Year's and the Nebraska show weekend. We have one yeah. weekend to get it done. And we're wanting to take somebody out, but I don't know if we're going to have time now. It just, it, it just gets away from me so fast. There's just a lot going on. But yeah. we can
1: we can still we can pull it off. All we got to do is just get it booked right now so then nothing else falls in
2: that spot. I mean, that's... Right. put our heads together on that. I'd like to do that.
0: Yeah, it would be fun. I got a dough tag left. I'm going to... I need to get one. I got two just burning a hole in my pocket, so mm-hmm. and I don't want to use them up in the same night. When I buy my tags, I buy, like, I buy all the tags I want to fill at the beginning of the season typically, so... Yeah. But it's kind of cool to see them, like, slowly they start disappearing. If everything's going right, you know. Right. But... I don't know.
4: You guys got to come up to Anglers and have a Hayward, Wisconsin Palooza. I'm up for that. Come uh, to the resort, drink Palooza. some musky Palooza, something, yeah. <laughs> Google awesome. Palooza. Get you guys up there, podcast. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to do some fishing, man. Do That's some something, fishing. Something I'm, in the off-season, you know. Yeah, yeah. La
2: Couture is the body of water right out in front of the lodge, and it is beautiful. Massive body of water, just pristine. Go out in the mornings, and it's like glass, and there's like two or three other boats on the – on mm. the thing I mean it's it's gorgeous that sounds awesome I'm in. Yeah.
0: I mean I haven't done a lot of fishing my dad's al- I grew up you know my dad's allergic to fish so we never did, did much growing up but it's only, like every time I do it I have a blast oh yeah, you know? yeah. but I feel so never, out I've, of it like, I've never been much
1: of a fisherman either but that uh, Cree River Lodge we went up there in Canada mm-hmm. uh, and shot that uh, black bears and uh, we got to do, uh, fish for northern pike and walleye and that was yep. I'm not like I said I'm not much of a fisherman but damn that was fun yeah it's Watching those big northern pike just snatch up a big old bait, it yep. was, that
2: yep. was fun. You don't have to be good at it to enjoy it. Jordan could probably show us the ropes a little bit, but I went up there and fished five or six days in a row and had a blast every time. Oh, yeah.
4: Actually, on our lake, we should have northern pike palooza. Oh, I'm down for that. That P- would be... Pike palooza. I've pikepalooza. caught one of those on the Mississippi would, in my life. And we okay. can even do that in the winter if you want to. Oh,
0: I've always wanted to ice fish.
4: I have, I have more time personally in the winter if... You guys ever want to come down and ice fish? Let's do it. Let's plan it.
1: Okay, that sounds. Are fun. you augering like a twenty-four inch hole through the ice? Well, I yeah, haven't been pike?
4: home. I haven't been home in a week now. It was kind of first ice when I left. There was about two inches when I left, and I'm hearing reports that there's already six plus. So that'll be that's go time as far as ice fishing is concerned. And um, pretty soon I'll be marking the lake for Stoneville trails because that's a big business for us in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's. A typical year you'll you'll drill on Lacuturae you'll drill anywhere from, like you said, twenty to twenty, four, thirty inches and then like a huge year of ice would be like forty inches. Dang. Really? Yeah, like four years ago I could be wrong on my dates, but three to four years ago, April seventeenth is shooting off of my hip here. Um out in front of the resort, we still had 40 inches of ice. Wow. Wow. many Christmas. So we're what? yeah, I did a post on it on anglers. It's a it, almost my auger didn't almost didn't make it through, but no it was good. like 40 inches on the head and um, yeah, openers like May 5th.
0: You to drive a car on that.
4: Oh yeah, you can drive. So I'm
1: I'm yep. thinking right now. I've got a, I've got a Bobcat skid loader, a big old seven. Yep a big old 750 that i could just take out
4: there with a post hole digger and just start, that, yeah. <laughs> just start poking holes and we have could just insurance
1: man yeah set those shanties left or right <laughs> yeah ever,
4: that's a, that's a popular question this time of year my uh the anglers uh inbox starts to get pretty full with is the ice safe can i do this can i do that mm-hmm. and and i always kind of just be like i don't know i you know i try to give my best advice but i mean if you it's on you as you guys know in the hunting world you know if you give someone advice well the guy's a Working class told me I could do that. Right. right. You know, it's the same thing. Jordan from Angler said I could do it. Yeah. You know, so it's like I never want to put my stamp of approval on anything because these people yeah. will literally take it
0: wage prints, right. Yeah.
4: <laughs> That's us. <laughs> you can drink They'll literally too much. take it to heart and then all of a sudden their Chevy's at the bottom of the lake and they're like, Well, Jordan said it was safe <laughs> to drive fell. out here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, gap, in forty
1: sure. inches of ice is still ice. It's, it's not concrete, of, yeah.
4: so probably a twelve thousand pound skid loader isn't the safest. If you, if you got
2: forty inches of ice, yeah, you could drive a Mack truck on, on that. If thing you got every forty time.
4: inches of ice and it's below zero or zero or in the teens and it's January, you're fine.
2: Oh yeah, I
4: mean ice road
1: truckers—they get yeah, they that's get all get they do. It. it. They're I mean, driving they're, on. They're, they're driving 80, on thirty inches.
4: Yeah, they're driving on like thirty inches of ice, but it's colder than right. Yeah, you know.
1: Well.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I would like to do that, though. I'd like to do some winter fishing. It'd be, it'd be I'd never done it. You know, I've always wanted to. But
2: I've, I've fished a little bit back here, but never pulled anything big through the ice. That'd be, be fun. fun.
0: There's a pond right across the street from my house that I want to get permission to fish in the winter because I could just go over there with beer and crawl home. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Build know. you a Hail, little shanty. Yeah, yeah. I'm the shotgun hunter of fishing. That's me. Oh,
2: there you go. <laughs> right. Whenever I think of ice fishing, I think of grumpy old men when they got the old uh, the wooden huts over it and they got their little TV going with the couch. I'm like, yeah, that's my kind of fishing right yeah. there. And nowadays
4: oh, yeah. it's uh, rangers with tracks and uh, satellite TV in a bathroom and it's mm-hmm. 70 degrees and more brats and right. line of kugels and whiskey you can drink. No kidding. And you wait for the flag to go up and you run out and set your, you know, you. Cook your fish, and yeah. it's more drinking and eating than it's it's fishing. It's the
0: shotgun hunting of fishing. It, it is the shotgun <laughs> hunting of fishing. That <laughs> right? is correct. I mean, that is the bottom line there. <laughs> hey, I want to come out for like... What would be like the equivalent of like muzzleloader season, you know? Like I'm a little more serious than the twelve gate, you know, the Mossberg five hundred guys. Like an ice fishing reference? Yeah, uh, I would
4: say like muzzleloader would be like you're kind of mobile. You have like a Vexlar splasher, <laughs> and you're kind of chasing walleyes. You know, you're kind of moving around. Right, right. Fish uh, it
2: for a day and nothing bigs there. You move on. Yeah, to the Yeah, well, spot. even
4: for, if nothing's, you're not catching anything in an hour, you can, you know, pack up and move to a different part of the lake. I mean, they're the mobile fishermen. The mobile. That would thing. be like yep.
2: the.
0: Would that be kind of like the bow hunting version of? The bow hunting version would be.
2: I'd say that's more like fly fishing. That'd be like
0: late
4: season musky fishing. That's That's the traditional archery, yeah. Austin asked me when the best time to come down to catch a musky is, and I said right when you're getting that itch to get in the tree stand, that's about when you should be musky uh fishing.
0: Dude, fuck fishing, man. (laughs) It's going to be a (laughs) no for me, dog. (laughs) Am I right? It's a no for me, dog. So that's why you should come down in the winter. Shout out to Randy Jackson. Um, Yeah, let's (laughs) ice fish up there with him. That'd That'd be fun. fun. That would be so fun. Plus, you don't got to bring coolers.
4: No, everything's cold. You're good. Set them in the snow. Jeez. Drive the truck out, set the tip ups up, get the whiskeys, get the brats rolling.
1: Well, you know that whiskey won't freeze up, so nope. you just
0: set her on the ice and yeah. let her go. Yeah, I will bring my truck when the ice is thin. Got that gap insurance, you know. What I mean?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sink that mother.
0: <laughs> Damn. Well, it sounds fun out there. I mean, you got a kick-ass bar. You got fishing. Yep. You got um, all sorts of cabins and a neon shop out at your place. It's like what? What don't you have? A big buck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you got a big buck. Yeah. Not like the Lord's uh, dungeon here.
2: Oh uh, no. He was chasing one this fall I oh, yeah, had an encounter with a really good one, yeah. probably a fifties buck and got real close on him. He's got some good bucks yeah, up had, there.
4: I had a couple encounters, which is which is good. I mean it was it was nice to see. Yep. But the, the they're few and far between up there. Yep. Yeah, black it,
0: good black bears up there.
4: Oh yeah. Yep. Kelsey had a tag this year. We uh worked pretty hard at that and um didn't come together, but it was a we had a great time. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. trade it for the world. So,
0: can you draw a tag there every year for black bears? It's
4: like every. It took Kelsey and I six years to get a black bear tag. No okay. kidding. Oh really? And um, she, I give her credit. She could have did it with a rifle, and she could have did it. You mm-hmm. know, you know the easy way. I don't want. I'm not making fun of any rifle bear come hunters on, we'll out there. start some shit up. But uh, you get. know, Kelsey <laughs> wanted to do it with her bow, and yeah, and she she did. She did it with her bow. Just didn't didn't come together, but That's cool dedication, man. But it was cool. Yep. So is that. that a
1: point system? That's a point system.
4: Yeah, yep. you get you buy a point every year, and um, you buy a point every year. And once you get like six or eight points, you can start applying for that kill tag. And then, um, then you you if you draw, mm-hmm. then you're 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 golden.
1: Man, I'm thinking
4: if it'd be so nice if
1: you could draw that tag, and then like you just said, go out, be unsuccessful, turn that tag back in. Yeah, and then have a chance to be draw again the next year because <laughs> you've got all those points stored up. <laughs> so like you're you're right. set to go. You once drew you get that kill tag, tag, it
4: starts over. Yep. yep. Man, whether you, whether you're successful or you it even if you or not. didn't get right, like right.
1: The, all your points,
0: if you just cut them in half and then yeah, that would be. But nice. now
1: you got to start all over. I
0: don't yep. know. Ross, quit trying to change the point system, man. That's how it is. I'm oh, sorry,
1: but damn, I'm just, like, <laughs> I know I agree
0: with you though. It five cool. years later, we get another chance. I know, especially like you live there. You know, yeah, it yeah. Be. there's no shortage of bears. They should cut it in half at least. Yeah, I could see every three years or something. Right. You know, but something like um, that. Hey, I want to ask you this: Are you still doing the uh, rolling bones deal? I
4: I am. I haven't been super focused on it lately. With the you know, with the whole you, you called
0: in. I forgot about that. Yep. You called in a while back and just did a little tidbit on that. Yep.
4: Yeah, no, I'm I'm still an active uh, adventure specialist. Um, just uh, not, haven't been, you know, sorry, Rolling Bones, haven't been real involved with the whole COVID thing. It's not like you don't have shit going yeah, on. Yeah, I got a hundred things to do exactly. It's just, yeah, no bad blood, just haven't been super focused on it.
0: Yeah, that makes sense because that's awesome. That's who you use actually, right?
2: Yeah, I use them to uh, apply for a lot of my uh, points, and if I decide to go on a hunt, I actually booked a hunt through them in Colorado on, like, a do-it-yourself elk trip. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's a a great spot for a Midwest guy that's lazy on point application. You give them... You tell them what states you want to try to build points in, and and they put it in for you. So that's it, it lazy it or just busy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because I'm I've, lazy.
0: I try. I have like a Western cheat, I call it, and I try to like keep up and do my points and stuff. But yep, I might uh, I might go that route actually because then you just kind of can kick back and you
4: just click a button and. It's there every time. Yeah, you
0: know? I think I probably will do that. How much is it a year to do that? It's not
2: much. What is it like? Seventy. You know, I'd have to. Bro.
4: Like I said, I've been lazy on this whole deal. I, I don't know if prices have increased or decreased, but yeah. uh, like a membership was, uh, like a silver membership was like fifty dollars a year, and I think the big one was like one fifty. Oh, not bad. a year. So bad. for what you're getting, the services that you're getting, and the you know the. um you know, basically just the services you're getting is it's well worth the money. I mean, like yeah, you said, poor, if you're yeah. busy, if you're, that's how I found it, you know, busy right. with the resort and everything. And I'm like, God, I want to go to South Dakota. I want to go, yeah, you, yeah. Know, Montana, dah, 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 you know, Montana, da da da, you know, and I've been applying for Iowa. So it's just an easy way to click it and forget it, so to speak, yeah. you where know, you, you put your information in, you, you, you apply for what you want to apply for and it's just right. done.
0: I, I need to probably end up doing that. Just, I'm paranoid. I'm like, Oh, or. I missed Colorado one year for points. I'm like, God damn it. How do I do that? Just busy doing mm-hmm. shit, you know. Yep. And
2: they've got a lot of people that work for them that are real knowledgeable. Like you say, well, I want a good quality animal, like a 300-plus bull, and I don't want to wait seven years to get it. They'll be like, well, this state, this state, and this state, and this unit is probably your best bet. And right. they kind of, for a flatlander like me that doesn't really know the west very well, it's kind of a nice... Right. It's a nice bridge. Yeah. Good breakdown, yep. especially like I'm limited time going out there and all that shit. So. Yep. But man, you got and got
0: everything going on. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You're busy. Busy busy. That I am. So the neon shop, I want to go back to that a little bit because that's kind of a cool trade. That was and,
1: awesome. Austin was up there, and he sent us a Snapchat, like a big, long Snapchat, Yeah. watching Jordan bend to, a bunch of
2: glass. Okay, <clears throat> I'm just going to cut ahead. You have to, like, blow into something while you're doing it. You have to create an airflow while you're bending this glass. It's so, yeah, good. you
4: start with a pattern. So let's just use your, your logo, the Working Class yeah. Bowhunter logo. Yeah. Um, you draw that out into, like, convert it into a neon sign pattern. And then I start with a three-foot stick of glass, and then I have a tube in my mouth, and the other tube goes into the end of the the glass tube, and then I cork it on the other side. Mm-hmm. And then I make my markings where I want to heat the bends, and then the blowing part is when I go to bend. Um, I blow lightly when I bend, and it keeps the, a nice flow in the bend. So, like to give you like a visual. You take like a plastic straw and bend it; it just kinks off. Right. So I'm trying to keep it all even. So if you uh. if you do that with glass, it'll just kink too. Yeah, yeah. But if you get it up, you know, you get it kind of at a molten state, and then you you bend and blow at the same time. You kind of keep it like you know, structured, structured and flowed. And yep, no kidding. Yep. And then you just follow. It's all freehand. Uh, it's all freehanded. It's all there's no machines that make neon. So every line of Google neon you see, or like Austin's. Uh, turkey neon here that he's got um is that it, real oh yeah that's real it's legit wow oh, i was hoping to, I, it's made I was, across it's made across the pond but okay you
0: know. i was thinking it was
4: like an led because i don't know shit no nope, that's it, not led it. it's an that's nwtf
2: nwtf sign yep. I, I bought it at a banquet years ago yep, how can you sign. tell it's made overseas
4: most of them are and they're yeah. assembled in california or wherever mm. um uh every, but my whole point is that everything is handmade normally you know like the the beer industry uses a lot of like jigs but it's still people doing it
0: right okay
4: so there's no like throw a piece of glass in a machine and out comes a budweiser sign doesn't work that way that
0: makes it way cooler
4: yeah it's so i need mean, neon sign i have an appreciation for all of them you know because you look at it and you're like right yeah someone, someone. so my
0: joke at the beginning of the podcast you're kind of like, what the fuck are you talking about I get it. Okay, I'm with that.
4: Makes yep. it way. So any neon man. sign you've seen is handmade by somebody, correct?
2: He's got okay. a badass one. When, when you go into anglers, it's what is it, like a four or five foot musky. It uh, says 60 ang- 60 inches yeah, actually It says Angler Haven under over yep. it or under it. It's wicked cool. That's
0: yep, awesome. dude. How do you? Yeah. I would have if That's I had that skill and that know how, everything would be neon everywhere yeah. I went. Yep, I mean, it probably takes a long time to paint. That's the, the eyes,
4: only neon sign I ever bought back. Oh really? Yeah. So I sold it to the previous owner. Uh, they. Hired me to make a sign, mm-hmm. and my trips are coming up to uh, coming up to Hayward. Uh, they hired me to make the neon sign, and then you know had the opportunity to buy the resort with my wife Kelsey, and uh, that's the only sign I act- actually bought back. That's cool. So, that's awesome. yeah, it's pretty funny.
2: Didn't want to do that one again, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That How one's many? been
4: that one's been lit for Kelsey and I have been at Anglers now for 13 years, and it was there. I want to say that sign's working on probably 17 years. No kidding. Been there seventeen years hey. already.
0: How many hours did you have into making that sign? That in? one I
4: had about forty hours. No shit. But I was, I kind of underbitted it just a little bit because I love the bar and I love the, you know I love the place. Yeah. And I ended up having a lot of extra hours that I didn't plan on having in it. Um. But anyway, it was it was well worth it because I was real excited to make it and real happy to get it in there and yeah. And that created a lot of business for me. That's cool. You oh, know, elsewhere yeah. in town. I mean, I've done a lot of signs in Hayward. A lot of signs everywhere, but, you know, that... I imagine
0: you're fairly well-known for doing that stuff, though. uh, I don't know. I'm just a... i am just I feel most people don't know about it. No. Like, don't know about, like, what it takes to make one, you know? Right,
4: right. To that makes
0: it way cooler, because I guess we we had talked about it probably on the phone a little bit, but I guess I forgot that they're all handmade. They're all
4: handmade, yep. LED is, I mean, that's the next thing. I get it, but it's not like neon. It doesn't, you know, like your guys' the air cut out the the working class yeah, logo yeah. with the steel that's awesome with the backlit you know yeah, yeah. led it's it does awesome, job but, but you know if you did just a, a handmade neon sign is just so much cooler than than leds and For whatever sure. it all has its place i mean i'm yeah, yeah. not making fun of led or anything like that but
0: it's kind of like a new fast like four-cylinder turbo turbo car would be like the led yep. and then like the a
4: 1950 Chevy's pickup with a straight six in it. Yep. There you go. yeah there Still you Still cool. Yep. Still cool. Maybe not fast, but cool.
0: Yeah. Hey, I don't know. I was really going it to like some sort of fast muscle car, because it's fucking badass. But uh, <laughs> well, it is. Wherever yeah. you want to go, it kind of it worked. Either I'm a way. truck guy, and yeah. it's handcraft. I mean, yeah, yeah. Damn. It's a cool, cool trade, man. It's uh, follow Pink House Neon on Instagram. That's like I like watching some of like the trade jobs and all that, like mm-hmm. uh, Instagram pages, and that's one of those interesting ones that. Uh, it's a skill. You just want a buddy that knows how to do it. So. There's
4: other guys out there doing it, but there's just not a lot of us. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're either old and have given it up, or they're you know. Is it a just, community? I don't. I wouldn't say it's not a community. Like I'm in touch with a guy that in uh, Minnesota that does it, and he's actually helped. I mean, it's like we kind of help each other. He helps me more than I help him. But um, no, yeah, I mean, it's like it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like the, the hunters. You know, you yeah. guys talk hunting, you help each other. Right. You know, it's
0: the same kind of thing. Right. Cool, man. Well, shit, I mean, this is a good little banger, good little bullshit bullshit session yeah, here on the bar. Far. Yeah. Um, you're you're an interesting dude. From the resort, like I don't feel like when we, we first started talking like you like played up to what it is. I mean, cuz you're humble, but like learning more about it, I'm like damn, this is like an operation. Like yeah, it's it, yeah. a yeah. big cool deal. deal.
4: It's a lot of stuff, but...
2: We got a lot of stuff in common.
4: (laughs) It's kind of like it has its own season. It's kind of like summer is resort, and then you get into fall, and it's kind of time to close the resort down and get in the bow stand, Mm -hmm. and then you chase that animal or, you know, do the deer hunting thing, and then all of a sudden I've got my nights freed up, so I get out in the pink house, and I start working on some signs, and then... Freaking cool, man. You know, balance it all out, and then wintertime is snowmobiling and ice fishing, and then, you know, pink house, doing neon, and... Then spring's here, and you try start to fight some over. sheds, and you start all over again. Yeah. I want to
0: see all our industry buddies that have like big companies and brands and stuff hit you up for some neon Yeah, signs. that'd it's be like, cool. Like I that'd think cool. we need to get this out to like T-Bone or Wado and just, <laughs> just say, do a <laughs> bone collector one or something. Do a badass yeah, be, bone collector cool. neon.
4: Yeah. I wonder who made the Drury's one. I've always noticed that. Oh, yeah. You know, they're like, their show. Yeah. I can That's ask right. him. Yeah. I can ask I was him. I always kind of thought that was cool.
0: Yeah, I'll have to ask Mark and see. It, it's a legit one. Oh, yeah. It yeah. looks like it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'll have to ask you. I'm sure, like, Rubline Marketing needs one. They need their, go. their logo. That'd be sweet. Bam. So, I, I think, man, you could dive into a lot in the hunting industry with just that stuff. Because it's yeah. like, we all go to bars and it's kind of, in a way, part of our culture. Not that we're all have that little flavor <laughs> in our culture there, but... Some more than others. I mean, we're all drinking right now. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Woo. I thought we were having a good time. thought we were having a hey. good time. <laughs> it's like, man, you read a forum once, you think everybody was... All they did was go to church, and God forbid somebody set an F-bomb on the working class bow hunter. Never been on a job site, huh? It's <laughs> tough out here. Never worked in the trades, I guess. It's <laughs> funny. Working at John Deere, you know, it's it's a corporate trade, but it's not like... Steel, like iron workers type trade. I mean, it depends where you're an iron worker at, but, you know, I can't just say whatever I want because there's, you know, I work with engineers and the the tight collars um, and the white collars up front. There's a wall, there's the shop side, and then we say up front, and we get along with them all, but, you know, we have our jokes and stuff, but... You gotta watch the language. You don't get too I'm loose saying. when they're around. I get loose enough to where they're like, "Ooh, I don't know. I don't want to really make this guy mad. He's got hand tattoos. That's a little horrifying for me. You know <laughs> what I mean? Keep him on edge. But look out for that guy. Yeah. What's he gonna do next? Get his neck done? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. I'm wearing a face mask all the time because I work at a corporation. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Fuck me. Right. Shit. Well, anything you guys want to close with? This is a, this was a perfect bullshit session. Mm-hmm. I like it, man.
2: Jordan, you're an interesting cat. Appreciate you coming down and hunting with me.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. I had yep. a
2: great time. I feel like we're uh, blood brothers. Yeah, he's uh, he's a hot rod guy. He's interested in old shit, yep. and uh, he's a ZZ Top fan, so he can't be all bad, right? Man,
0: there it is.
4: Did we just become best friends again? i was just I gonna say again. that. <laughs> God, jeez, it's uh, good,
1: good to see you. Jordan. It was nice to meet you, man. Yeah, I, you too, man. Yeah, it's I like that beard. It's
4: <laughs> yeah. Looking good. Yours. You guys Looking gonna come good, I'm working on it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. growing on me, right? That's what I always say. Yeah, it's, it's growing, growing on, on me. Right?
0: <laughs> hey, see what you did. Well, I appreciate you, man. It's cool to hang out down here, and you got to see the studio for a little bit.
4: Absolutely, I have to um, have you up to anglers, and
0: yeah, we'll to have you down for your own full blast studio podcast. There where go. we can, you know, you can make us all drinks the whole time, and perfect. We can say a bunch of stuff we'll regret and hear about it on a forum <laughs> in the following week. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So cool. We all good. Thanks. Uh-oh. Fun. All right. You know what to do. Go shoot your bell. We love you. Hey, guys, before you go, we thought we'd do something kind of fun. We've never really done anything like this, uh, but it kind of just follow up from the previous Michigan episode we did, um, Hunting Michigan with Chris Smith, uh, which I thought was a fun episode. I knew it would bring some controversy and mixed opinions, you know, being that we're talking talking controversial topics about True. a state people feel strongly about. Uh, I just wanted to read a few write-ins um slash opinions and things like that about the episode quickly. Um a lot so it basically went fifty fifty. 50 maybe more people agreed than disagreed with how we said. Um but here it is. Um we made a story post basically saying, Hey, that wasn't a factual episode, it was mostly opinions. We didn't yeah. talk about some of the seasons and shit like that. Um so I will just read a few write ins and I'm not gonna blast people's names because um some people told me not to mention their name or anything, so out of respect, I'm just going to everyone anonymous. We, we can name them. We can name them. Get any names? <laughs> um, Dale. Dale writes, Michigan is not complex. Michigan is a shit show. Chris spoke the truth about Michigan on this podcast. Anyone that doesn't recognize that has either never hunted in a quality state like Iowa, Missouri, or Ohio, or Wisconsin— Etc. Or started hunting last week and wants to think Michigan is actual big buck state because they saw one forty on their trail cam and have hope. I have access to nine hundred acres in uh, Washtenaw County, arguably one of the best counties in Michigan. It's good, but it's still a shit show and more ways than you can ever imagine. Um, I thought that was interesting. Um, let me get here. There's a bunch of people basically saying like. Dude, if you think that's bad, the, the gun season's in Michigan, you need to check out some of the southern states. South Carolina has, like, where, right here, two and a half months of high-powered rifle season, and that's just my part of the state. Um, head down to the low country of South Carolina. They start the same madness in August, he says. Uh, he's very passionate. Um, that was interesting, God I thought. Damn. That's a long time.
3: Um, a long time at the rifle. Let me yeah. just
0: read through some of the thread here. Sorry if we get some GSM signal. I got the thread pulled up on my phone here, but uh, it's just the easiest way to do
2: it on the fly. I guess I don't feel so bad about our gun season now after listening to some of these other stuff. I'm glad we yeah. talked
0: about it the way we did because I'm much more thankful for it um, after getting all these responses in. Yeah. Um, So this is interesting. So let's get some stuff straight. Chris is only talking about the lowest third of the state pressure wise. I grew up in the UP and when I was growing up, our woods were full of Illinois license plates. There were no deer down there. They brought land and camps up here. They bought land and camps up here. The lore of deer camp camp came from up there as well as PA. There's tradition that everyone must talk about that. And you are completely skimming over. And the reason why we didn't hit that so much is we have, we have already done a full blast two part series episode talking about Michigan hunting camp with our great friend, Kevin Venison from the deer hunter podcast. Kevin actually called me today. Um, He reshared this episode, called me and said, it is a shit show. Um, but like he said, you know, he also invited us up there and one of these days, we're going to go up and hang out in his camp and all that. Um, but I mean, there's mixed, I get it. It's not everywhere is amazing. There's some parts in Illinois that are absolute shit shows, right? Um, and not
2: everybody has that goal of shooting a 180. you know, I mean that you're going up there for the hunting camp.
0: Yep. Exactly. You go up there to shoot
3: a deer for the weekend.
0: Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And the camaraderie and all that we get that. We're not ignorant to that, but that wasn't the point of this episode. Um, and I don't feel like anybody is like. Actually, pissed or like yeah. actually being argumentative with us, like I. So it's all fairly respectful, I believe. And you can't capture someone's tone through a comment, so right. Um, let me see. Yeah, a lot of guys saying, you know, there's deer one one ten to one twenty is a good buck, and I get that. Here's one right here. Uh, this is <laughs> pretty funny. I couldn't dislike this episode enough. The guest <laughs> only hunts limited areas in Michigan, ignores nine million acres of public and sounds bored every time, or sounds bored the entire time. Kurt worked his ass off as an interviewer in this one because the guest was a one-word doll drum to hum over answer guy. <laughs> they sounded like he had better things to do. He was right about all the gun seasons, but left out how the opportunities and long seasons helped the bow hunter. Michigan is not perfect, but has more going for it than just tripping over a 150.
2: Well, guy's passionate. Gotta he's, give him that.
0: He's passionate. Um, I, You know, maybe a little harsh on Chris. Chris is just kind of a quiet dude, and... That's just how he conversates. Um, not everybody's meant to be this charismatic podcast <laughs> it host. It is what it is. Yeah. We're, um, not, we're
2: not all Dougs. Come on. So I, yeah. it, it, <laughs> um,
0: I like that he said he disliked the episode, but also didn't – he wasn't – he didn't shit on us because he disliked it. Like, you know, you're not going to like – if we do 500 episodes, you're not going to like everyone. Yeah. it to yeah. be weird if you did, honestly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Every episode's not for everybody. If you did, I owe
3: you a beer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Uh, here's somebody who writes Personally I fully enjoy the tradition of gun season Or at least opening day The first one that is The second um, Any le- I'm trying to read Any legal weapon is a fucking joke I would more than uh, welcome chances But I don't think it's as grim as it gets made out to be If we went to a one buck tax system I would get pretty picky and stop shooting the first Pope and Young that walk by It is what it is Definitely not Iowa nice. or Southern Ohio, but with a DNR that actually cared about something other than killing every deer in the name of CWD, we could be a bit more thought of when it comes to big bucks. Interesting, interesting take. That's a good point. Um, sounds like an entire episode of unpopular opinions. Um, okay, some of the other guys commenting in with follow up comments. Um, you know, some guys saying they killed some good ones on public. Um. I would love to see the mitten go to an earn-a-buck program and go to one buck. Also, if my math is correct, firearm hunters had more opportunities than bow hunters this year. The habitat is phenomenal, loaded with edge and swamps. Michigan could pump out bucks that would rival that of the big five if the managers weren't hamstrung by politics. Interesting, interesting you know people. It's crazy that people hate on a one-month gun season. In Mississippi, we have a two-and-a-half-month gun season, and we don't even have a tagging system; just an honor system of three bucks
2: and three does. Jeez Louise. Yeah, Jesus, that's, that's terrible. That's mowing them down.
0: Yeah, here. I find it funny. You guys have been blown away by a 20-day gun season. In New York's Southern Zone, out of um, out muzzleloader season starts around October 20th, last one week, and then rifle starts and runs about. It break into the first week of December, then reopens for muzzle loaders over 40 days of gun hunting. I'm a bow hunter at heart and carry the bow all season. We need change badly. Um, I thought that was interesting. A lot of messages that kind of echo and, and, and go off of, both sides of this and then the middle comments. So we appreciate um, every one of you guys for writing in and kind of uh, interacting with us. That's the point of this stuff and, and being cordial and having great conversation. But I just thought it was fun to read some of those and kind of a follow
3: up. I kind of like uh, it. I mean, it definitely sparked some conversation.
2: Yeah, Yeah, for sure. It's a topic that people are passionate about and it got people talking. Yeah. So that's, I'm good. I just
0: wanted to read some of that stuff at the end of this episode to follow up from the previous one. So. Alrighty. All good. Thanks guys.